Hi, this is Mark Raven, and welcome to episode 138 of Lean Blog Audio. It's May 16th, 2016, and today's post and episode is titled J.C. Penney's CEO on listening to frontline employees. Now, after the previous CEO of J.C. Penney, Ron Johnson, was fired, and you can see my post from 2013 that was titled Lack of PDSA made JCP CEO SOL, question mark. Uh, it seems that new CEO Marvin Ellison might be taking a different approach. And you can find a link to that old post and the article I'm referring to here today by going to leanblog.org slash audio 138. So today I am talking about an article from Fortune magazine that was titled The CEO Who's Reinventing JCPenney, whereas uh, Johnson quote, just thought his ideas were right. Ellison appears to test ideas, which I think is uh, a, a good thing. It says from the article, he ran a test to see whether men's shoes would sell faster when showcased next to say men's suits. Once the data showed they did, he instituted that change last summer across the company's 1000 plus stores, end of quote. Now it does make me a little bit skeptical, however, to hear you know about any CEO being so involved in operational details like this. I mean, is it the job of the CEO to propose and run tests or experiments like this, or is it their job to create the culture and environment where employees and managers can test improvements? You know, there's, I think, this mythology of the heroic CEO who comes in and does it all him or herself, and uh, you know, I think life and organizations are more complicated than that. So, you know, Ellison does, though, seem devoted to a somewhat more scientific improvement process than was attributed to Ron Johnson. Again, from Fortune, quote, he's a data devotee who grounds every decision in information, including that seemingly intuitive shoe move. Pure intuition without any data gets you into trouble, Ellison says. Referring to the Johnson era, he adds, we went through 18 months of that and we're not going to do it again, end of quote. Now, Ellison learn the importance of store operations, maybe unlike a lot of CEOs, by working as a retail security guard during college, again from Fortune. Ellison's retail career started during college, almost by accident. To help pay for books and rent, he took a part-time job as a security officer at Target at $4.35 an hour. That gig turned into 15 years at the retailer as he climbed the ranks in theft prevention. Those early jobs gave Ellison a close-up view of how retail works at the store level, everything from the cadence of markdowns to the science behind keeping shelves stocked. But the jobs also taught him something that would shape his management style. Too many managers don't listen to the troops on the front lines, the workers in stores. Ellison had tons of ideas, but didn't share them with managers, he says, because they wouldn't ask, end of quote. Now, this is true, sadly, in today's healthcare environment as well. Too many managers don't listen to their employees, and employees don't speak up because managers aren't asking them to. Leaders are responsible for creating a culture where it's safe to speak up. I'd, I'd also add that leaders are also responsible for helping employees take actions on their ideas, such as we see in the practice of Kaizen, that style of continuous improvement. So also from the article. Too many CEOs in retail like to be the smartest person in the room, says Home Depot co-founder and former CEO and chairman Bernie Marcus. Marvin's not like that. Now, I think that's often too often true in healthcare as well, with uh, CEOs wanting to have all the answers or feeling like they have to. The article describes how Ellison observes details in stores as CEO. It says, quote, face-to-face -face interaction 
helped Ellison quickly spot disconnects between Penny's executives and its store employees. Early on, he was irked to see senior management in stores wearing designer clothing far beyond the budget of a typical staffer or customer. A snappy dresser himself, Ellison implemented a rule requiring executives to wear JCPenney-made clothes when they visit stores and to wear the same name tags store workers do. During the Frisco store tour, Ellison and the executives all wore Penny brands. Ellison and the other men in Michael Strahan and Stafford suits, a woman colleague in Worthington, end of quote. And I think the idea of leaders wearing what their employees wear is intriguing to me. I mean, compare that to the gap between healthcare leaders wearing business suits and their employees wearing scrubs. Now, there's one other disconnect from JCPenney reported in the article where it says, senior management frequently felt that stores were sufficiently stocked, but in-store employees were constantly alerting Ellison to shortages. Well, you know, JCPenney has long been on a path toward becoming irrelevant and bankrupt. I, I hope Marvin Ellison can right the ship through his leadership. I, mean, I wouldn't necessarily call what he's doing, quote unquote, lean leadership, but there are elements here that remind me of that. One, going to where the frontline workers are. Two, encouraging people to speak up. Three, leading small tests of change before rolling out a change more broadly. And four, reducing some of the power and hierarchy by dressing more like employees. Be curious to hear what you think. If you want to comment or if you want to see um, the article in my old blog post, again, go to leanblog.org audio 138.